When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is April 11th, 2018. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, and this is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. With me, as always, is Raj Geary. Mr. Matt Morgan's coming along soon, and we're going to talk about SmackDown Live for April 10th, 2018, the after show of WrestleMania. Uh, man, so much happening, some debuts, some Fuse Reignited, and a superstar shakeup happening next week. We're also going to talk about the Andre the Giant doc that premiered on HBO last night, and some news about The Undertaker and his next match at the Greatest Royal Rumble in Saudi Arabia. Mr. Matt Morgan, how's it going out there in Longwood, Florida? Busy, busy, very busy. Thanks for making the time, man. Uh, exciting week, exciting couple days. SmackDown capping it off last night. What are your initial thoughts of the show? That I think they try to make Matt Morgan's head explode. <laughs> By putting AJ Styles in the same ring with Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Yeah, that seemed like a an appetizer, you know, for for things to come. Because uh, you, you kind of knew they weren't going to do a real finish. I mean, I think that would be giving away too much. Um, uh, they, were so that- sm- they were so smart. This is why chain wrestling is so important. In the beginning of the match with the chain wrestling that they were doing, it's, as soon as they were doing that, I was like, okay, they're not going to a 20, 30-minute type of match, plus the timing of the show. But this is what you do as far as not giving it all away. But still putting the right pieces at the right part of the match to get fans excited with AJ's little backflip off the second rope, little things like that, you know. I gosh, that's my dream match. Yeah, me too. When they when they announced it, Glenn, you're on twice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't freaking know. Why. Me out. Internet Explorer <laughs> loves to uh <laughs> crash randomly um you know it's funny you bring up the chain wrestling mat that was my first thought when they were doing that and then when um daniel was lifting him up with the finger lock it was like man we don't see this we don't see this very often at all in the wwe as of late and even that guys even that he does differently than anybody else yeah and i, I love yeah i mean just things like when he's kicking out he's just kind of moving the shoulder it looks more realistic than you know like uh than a giant kick out or just stuff you're accustomed to. I I, I love that that it was a taste and it, it, I I love that match and it was one of those things. I put away the, my computer. I put away Twitter. I didn't take any notes. So I was like, man, even though it's probably gonna be Nakamura interfering, you know, I'm gonna enjoy yeah. this and it was it was great. <laughs> Nakamura was great. Right, we'll we'll go through it all. Yeah, I mean, man, a lot happened last night. Uh, opening the show with Shane McMahon announcing that Daniel Bryan's coming back as a full-time member of the roster. Now, we know, or active member of the roster, we know that he won't be full-time, full-time. Um, but announced a new GM for SmackDown and its page, fresh off her retirement on Monday Night Raw. So, Matt, how do you think this is going to affect the dynamic of SmackDown going forward? Hey, before we begin, am I yeah. good on my data or should I switch to Wi-Fi? Uh, you're good on your data. You're good right now. Okay. Yeah. Um, I loved it. Loved that. I thought that was great. It sounds so corny, but I got a little teary eyed because now it, I know how much wrestling means to her. Um, she's like one of us, like one of the boys, as far as being a little boy, six years old, dreaming to be a WWE superstar. Like that's legit with her as we've seen, right? With her history and her family's history. 
And to be told you can't do this anymore. Okay, that's one thing. Next, now you're no longer part of WWE. You're on the indie circuit. You're signing autographs, but you still can't wrestle. And then what? Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe she could act and do things like that, but her heart would be destroyed. So to see her get an opportunity to still be part of WWE, to be on a brand, to be have a role, a big role at that, and she's a fan favorite. I thought it made great sense. I think it was good timing, it, you know. Um, although I thought they'd go a different direction. I thought we were going to hear uh, Shane was bouncing, hmm. you know what I mean, and, and, and whatnot. But still, at the same time, I'm excited for her. I think it's good for the brand. Fans love her, obviously. Um, I think it was cool. I, I loved it. I, I thought it was perfect. You know, like you were so sad the night before and yeah. wondering what she's going to do and feeling bad that – you know, she's she can't be a part of this thing she loves. And you see all these tweets coming in and all, you know, all this, you know, support. And uh, and then here she is with a huge role. And, I, you know, when I was thinking of stuff for Paige, because, you know, we were saying on the podcast, like, there's so much she can offer. Um, there's so much that she can do with the company. And for some reason, the GM role never popped in my head. But that was, it was brilliant. And uh, mm -hmm. she, I mean, she can talk. She's got charisma. I hope that it's not always her and Shane. I hope Shane takes a backseat a little bit. Um, but I think I think it was great. Man, I wish we had Talking Smack with Shane with Paige as the co-host now. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, that yeah. would be awesome. Yeah, man, uh, she was always great. Even even on the Tough Enough After Show, uh, when they had that on the network, Tough Talk, she was great because yeah, similar to Daniel Bryan, she just goes off script. Just starts talking. Um, to Hulk Hogan. She talks smack to Hulk Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. You know what's funny? Tough Talk is actually the original reason I subscribed to the network. Because wow. I was like, oh, I really like Tough Enough. And I was like, yeah, I guess, okay. I guess you got me. There's something I want to see. Not WrestleMania, not, not SummerSlam. <laughs> At the time, I was, I was on a bit of a sabbatical. Unlimited Nitros, no. <laughs> it's the most random crap. Don't you guys do that? It's like last night. I'm sure a lot of people signed up for HBO for the Andre doc, which we'll talk about later. I did last night. Yeah, I loved I it. I paid $14.99 just for that. See? Just for that. I've had HBO, but for Game of Thrones, I'm a giant, giant Game of yeah. Thrones fan. But man, that was amazing. Yeah, man, we'll talk. All, we'll talk about that later. Always what yeah. puts you over, right? Uh, so the number one contenders match for the tag team titles happened after that. That was the New Day versus the Usos of who's going to be facing the Bludgeon Brothers at the Greatest Royal Rumble in Saudi Arabia. Um, I'm assuming one of these teams is moving next week, and uh, this was one last chance to see the Usos and the New Day tear it up. How do you think this match compared, Matt? Versus all the other New Day oh, Usos matches. Just an, a, a, another one in the chapter. You could tell the guys in my opinion, knew they were being separated and might not have an opportunity to work each other again. I felt that. Yeah. Um, it was a good match. I mean, we've seen better from them, no offense, but, but I, I enjoyed it. I loved their matches. I loved their chemistry. Good storytelling. You know what I hope? Um, you know, Matt, we've talked about this before, um, how WWE, they do this weird thing. When someone's leaving to the other brand, they job them out. They kind of beat them, you know, clean and, and without much fanfare, and, and it almost seemed like with the that with the new day, I hope they just move Big E or just uh, Kofi oh. and Xavier and, and get Big E as a singles because I think Big E the, could be yeah yeah because they had just switched brands last year the new day as a full unit and I think just having one it just changes it up a little bit. Big E could use it. He's uh he's so talented. He's great on the mic. I think you know he's due for a singles push now. So. Just move Biggie or move Kofi and Xavier and have Biggie as a singles on SmackDown. I think he'd do better on SmackDown right now. 
what what happens to the unit? Because no offense to Kofi and, and Xavier, Big E's a big part of that comedy act. For sure, but look at what they got on Raw. <laughs> you know, like uh, yeah. Heath Slater and Rhino were in the tag team tournament, so they'd still be up there. They're not, you know, it's true. They're and they're smaller, so they, you know, Big E added that size, so they wouldn't. It wouldn't be the same, but at least it, uh, at least it's something. And, and, and so WWE would be losing. Let's just be honest. They're going to be losing a one of their favorite things to have, and that is that cartoon act. Yeah. Yeah. Because because they'll try it, Xavier and, and Kofi, and God bless them. I hope they do a great job with it. I love both guys. But Big E, you're right. He needs to have a singles push. He could. Do, what can he do? You tell me what range he doesn't have to pull off any character you throw at him. The easiest one now is to go back to the old stoic monster. You right. know what I mean? Like He could do that in his sleep right now. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Because of the range he now has showed us. I think he's so damn talented. And at first, I hated what they were doing with him with this. I hated it. Yeah. I'm like, what are you guys doing? This dude's a legitimate badass, a real authentic athlete. Um, you're doing this? What the hell? Are you? This is like me stuttering. Like, what are you doing? Just let him be himself, you know? And I was wrong because him doing this gives him so much confidence, you guys. You, don't, you won't even understand it because now – he gets put into a singles run, let's say, because I agree this is going to happen, uh, Raj. I, I know this is what you want, but I'm saying I think it will happen. And once it does, he's going to be on the mic in any setting you throw him in now at any level. Yeah. Do you know what I mean by that? It, I, I can't explain yeah, it to I you. Like, I, I, it might sound stupid to you guys, but when I, when I got released from WWE and the, and the stuttering character didn't work, and they're like, go to Japan, we'll get you off TV, bring you back in a year. And you'll, we'll bring you back as Matt Morgan, and we'll do something different with you. It'll get get you out of people's memories, you know, the stuttering thing. Cool, great. When I had an opportunity to go to TNA instead, I was way better on the microphone all of a sudden because I was doing something I was didn't really, I wasn't comfortable doing at first. But because I got through it, I, I was able to add a new layer, so to speak, of confidence mm -hmm. to myself when it came time to talking on the mic. Hence the blueprint persona, hence me being a little bit more of me. And um, for him, fool. Yeah. Sky's the limit, you know what I mean, with the layers he's added. Yeah, and he can be a main event guy. And I hate to yes. say that it could hurt Kofi and, and Xavier. I, I mean, it, it could I mean, it could really hurt him, but yeah. it's worth it having that main event talent. So true. Definite main event, yes. We shall see what happens Monday in the Superstar Shakeup. Uh, Naomi versus Natalia last night. Naomi out for win of the Women's Battle Royal at WrestleMania. Uh, Natalia doing the Natalia thing. I'm assuming one of them is switching brands after this match where Naomi picked up a win. Oh, and uh, the Usos did win uh, the number one contendership in that previous tag match. And that didn't make sense, right? The Usos, yeah. because their they're storyline the night before, like the Miz, he gets an automatic rematch. He's going to you know use it at... Saudi Arabia, and here True. Usos and Randy Orton had to fight to get a rematch, even though again it's WWE storylines, and you can't expect too much continuity. But when they did the <laughs> when they did the the thing the night before with the Miz, stay consistent, you know. Anyway, it's a WWE. Man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I want you to go on Twitter, Raj, and be like, "Road Dog, I noticed last night on SmackDown." <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> You know, uh, yeah, it, it was a good match. I, I like the I like the the Naomi versus Natalia match too, but it felt like filler. Oh, absolutely, man! But think about it. So Becky had a dark match against Ruby Riot before the show started. 
Um, they had to keep her as far away from TV as possible with the angle they went with Charlotte last night, getting attacked and beat down. Uh, yeah, Naomi, I mean, hey, this is, uh, you know, the spoils of uh, having one Sunday night. So, Matt, where do you, what do you think they do with uh, Naomi and Natalia? Do you think either would fare better on Raw? I think Naomi, next to Charlotte, is the most talented in ring. Like, like, like athletic mm-hmm. and charismatic. She makes you feel something. She, I, she's everything you should be, right? I, I think in, in Raw is the A show, right? So I don't, I don't know. I'd like to see her on Raw and get a big in a, in a bit in a larger role, you know. But um, I don't know. There's something about SmackDown that makes me more comfortable with talents that I could see Vince screwing up. Do you know what I mean? Versus mm-hmm. being left alone, yeah. Right. So I don't know what I don't know what to make of that. I, I don't. I could see either one going. I don't think it really. No disrespect to either lady. I don't think it really matters. Mm. Yeah, and real quick, people are correcting me. It's uh, Miz versus Seth at uh, Backlash and mm. the Greatest Royal Rumble. It's uh, the Miz and uh, Seth Rollins in a four way with Samoa Joe. Ooh, uh, so who are the other two guys? I thought one's from India. Seth and uh, I think it's Rollins and Finn. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. They're really trying to make my head explode. Yeah, that that card is, I don't know, in a lot of ways, it's, it's better than Mania. How much you money? Gotta, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Matt. What were you going to say? You got to admit, sometimes it's really, really fun to be a fan. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Especially this time of year. Right? Because I'll say this right now. To my opinion, my two cents, SmackDown was better than Raw. Mm-hmm. I know that's a huge statement because of what happened on Raw with all these debuts. I get it. I, I agree. My, my fandom, I was louder, like a good little Mark, yelling at my TV <laughs> last night. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think SmackDown only had one real misstep last night, and the rest I thought was uh, aces, man. I mean, uh, so that Naomi-Natalia match where Naomi won was followed with Shinsuke Nakamura explaining his actions <laughs> against AJ Styles at WrestleMania. And, oh, my God, savage ending to that savage punchline that I hope is not – quite the direction they're going yeah. in with him in the future because that right. could get really kind of a little borderline offensive. Yeah. Well, I hope he's not like American fans, this is what you expect. I hope they don't yeah. turn it like into a U.S., anti-U.S. thing. Like, like, like gender. a gender thing. Yes, yeah. I hope they don't do that. I hope it's just him being a smartass and that's it because oh, I thought it was night, great. That was amazing. I mean, Matt, what, what, did, what, did you, what was your reaction to the whole thing? What, what, what part was amazing? Well, said? okay, so when he started with the, like, oh, I'm so sorry, and he was doing the wink. He said he got too know, emotional. Yeah, too night. emotional. But then when Renee <laughs> yeah. was like, come on, you're being disingenuous, and they took that pause and then did the sorry, no speak English, and then just no, left. He goes, was sorry, like, I no speak English. Yeah, it was just and, uh, like, oh. <laughs> but he said in, you know, a really smart-ass way, not – not I a, liked uh, it. It wasn't a, yeah, not enough. It was uh it was awesome. I'm very intrigued. Very yeah. intrigued with him as a heel. I think he already like has it. a spark that he hasn't had in a long time. I'm interested though, what do you think in his entrance? In my opinion, he cannot change that entrance, just be a little bit more cocky, that's all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just uh people so pain to see that. Yeah, don't go into the the barricades and you know right with the fans, but yeah, just kind of be a little more menacing when you're coming out, but still do the still do the stuff. So, yeah, and he was a heel for a good portion of his career in Japan, so this is not new to right. him. 
Yeah, you know, people nope. regard that run very well. Um, so yeah, I, I really dug that last night. I thought that was just a killer promo and so effective. Uh, after that, Charlotte in the ring thanking Asuka for their match Sunday at WrestleMania and then interrupted by the Iconics, no longer the Iconic duo, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay coming out from NXT, just making a hell of a splash. Matt, what, what did you think and how familiar were you with their run in NXT? Very familiar. Um, yeah. And I think they take du- they take duo off of it to keep it keep it open ended. You never know they could oh, put yeah. another girl oh, in yeah. there. That's the only that's the only reasoning I could think of. I was like, why would they trademark? Them? You know, yeah. Well, if well, it was trademark, they why would they wouldn't they would have stopped using it a while ago, right? Um, someone has someone uh, online posted there's a trademark for iconic duo for T-shirts and other things that's not WWE. Well, there you go. There's your answer. How'd they go get, get get it for so long in NXT? Unless well, we're merchandising them then. Right, but still, you thinking ahead, you would think not to, you not think. to use it. Um, although Iconic Duo probably had a shelf life being named after the meme. Um, Iconics is broader. And again, WWE trademarks notice is Iconic with two eyes. Yeah. Uh. At the beginning, like R- which, Ruby Riot with the two T's. Yeah, I, which I didn't. I didn't pick up on first. Just it's uh, so it's double I conics. It is. It is lame. That's but their promo stupid. was next level. You know, in NXT, I loved what they've done. But the problem they would have is they would start talking too fast and over each other. And last yeah. night, what they did so well was they took those beats and those pauses where they gave it room to breathe, they, and I thought it was they, so much more effective. They did. They that was a very heavily scripted promo. Um, like, like to expect, to be expected. This is what they do on the shows. But they did, they made, in my opinion, chicken salad out of chicken shit, excuse my language, um, with the verbiage they were given about when mocking Charlotte. Those two girls on their own can do just fine. That's their whole shtick. It's their whole gimmick is to be mm-hmm. mean girls and make fun of the other girls. They don't need the writers to write that for them. But that said, because that showed that was prevalent to me. Um, yeah. That was written for them at one point in the promo. And I'm, I'm, I'm being super duper like under the microscope here, really in, like inspecting their promo here. Cause I watched back three different <laughs> times to watch it. Cause I'm fans of them, um, especially uh, Billy Kay uh, between the two of them. So I, uh, I don't know. I, I like the beat down uh, Charlotte, believe it or not, you know, is my favorite. Uh, had a little flashback to her older raw promos where it, where she wasn't as strong. Remember? Mm-hmm. In her promos, I didn't think that promo was uh, that strong in the beginning to set this off. Um, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, again, I'm being nitpicky as hell, but I don't know what it was about it that, that it was a disconnect for me. But uh, the two girls, when they came out, they destroyed her. It was great. It was exactly what needed to happen. Um, I wish they showed their promo on TV, the backstage uh, extra piece that they put on the network about oh, yeah. what the two just did. You know, a little follow-up. Um, cause it shows their, 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 their back and forth between the two and, uh, they're, believe it or not, you guys think I'm crazy for this. You know, I, I dissect everyone's accents and I think <laughs> someone's, if their accent is too thick, it can disconnect the times with the fans. Those two have come so far. Like if you remember when they first started, their accents were way thicker. And, um, now their Australian accents aren't, aren't as thick for whatever rhyme or reason. I don't know if they go to class. I don't know what they're doing, but it's better. They were very succinct. You can hear them. Their timing was great. Their confidence was through the roof. Um, very, very well done. I liked their debut. I thought, yeah, I thought their promo was really good. I, th- I thought it went a little long. Um, 
with Charlotte just standing there. Just standing there. Yeah. 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 Um, But that beatdown, I don't know. Um, I don't know if they got too excited, but they had trouble throwing her, you know, Charlotte over the top. Then it took forever to get her back in the ring. Um, I couldn't, you know, Peyton just felt it looked like she couldn't lift her. Um, But they did what, you know, they were supposed to do. It was uh, it was effective and it, it led to the Carmella cashing in. Which I think Which was, most people expected that last night, and I, I liked it better this way. I did like the cash in too. I like the fans were chanting for it. Um, felt that moment for her, you know. It was it was just cool. So I, I, go ahead and go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. So so Carmella did come out and cash in. They faked us out a little bit with the ref not understanding. Like, so I really want to kill him. <laughs> I wanted to strangle him. <laughs> I hate how these refs act like they've never seen a briefcase. They don't know what a brief, you know, it's like. But isn't it any worse than like a ladder match, how they're trying to climb a ladder? Like no Here's one in the, the history thing. of mankind has ever tried to climb guys, a ladder. Guys, they did that on purpose. They yeah, I mean, they're building the drama, but it's it, but it, it, it got work. ridiculous there for a minute. It got me angry, not in a good March-ish <laughs> way, angry. And they're just staring at them like, what, this? You mean this? <laughs> What's this? Take this. <laughs> Take it over there. <laughs> uh, but hey, you know what? She cashed in. She pinned Charlotte. She won. She's the new woman's champ. You know what uh, they should have had? They should have had the ref that had taken a bump during that match. So he's out of it or something. And that's why it's yeah. taken so long for him to to figure out what's going on. But did you hear the crowd, though? The crowd was getting, I mean, that's how you get everyone, you know, edge of their sh- seat about it, you know? Yeah. Um, so she won. I mean, it, it worked for building it up, but yeah. So she won, um, which is good. Uh, Charlotte versus Carmella has been advertised for house shows providing, I'm assuming they're staying on the same brand, although card subject to change. But this is a bit of a reset on the women's division. I think we, you know, Charlotte as the top champ, they were going to be in a corner if they didn't have a monster heel to book her against. And uh, now we can have her in the chase for a little while or maybe bring in another contender. Or maybe have Charlotte go to Raw. Yeah, it's weird. See, like you know, because the the listings for upcoming live events, they haven't really tipped their hands too much on who's moving, but they are a- advertising Oscar for some SmackDown live events. When originally she was uh, advertising against Nia Jax, so Oscar mm. might be moving to SmackDown. We'll see. And if that's the case, then I think Charlotte should move to Raw. Yeah, that that's what I saw with her losing as well. Yeah. Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. We will know. Um, well, the fact that they're doing two days means like there's probably going to be a lot, right? When they did the Superstar Shake-Up last year, wasn't it just the wasn't it just one day or was that two? It wasn't even a day. It was just during the episode where they just had right. people come over. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, it was not billed as an event last year. In fact, there was it was almost them saying, like, we're not doing another draft, guys. This isn't a big thing. We're just going to make a couple little moves. Yeah. After that, okay, so we, we had to take a dip eventually, right? You can't just keep peeking and peeking and peeking. We had the triple threat contenders match for the U.S. title, Bobby Roode versus Randy Orton versus Rusev with Jinder Mahal on commentary. This was deciding who's going to face Jinder at Backlash. And uh, Randy Orton won that match, hitting the RKO. Uh, I think Roode is going was, to Raw. I mean, they kind of – yeah. He was getting killed by Rusev, and then just, to, you know, Orton comes in, just hits the RKO on him, and, and gets the win. I mean, they, they kind of made Rude look like nothing here. I hope he does go to Raw. Yeah. He, he needs a... Reset. Re- reset. I hope he goes to Raw as a heel. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know, guys. Change overnight. He's not just gonna show up. But yeah, I'm a bad guy, guys. He right, showed up and was a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's like Matt, I know you love the iconic Kinda... uh, I- iconics last night, but how much? Come on, how much more effective would it have been if they would have showed up as baby faces and gotten into a feud with Dolph Ziggler? I mean, clearly that's the the path to uh, NXT yeah. talent coming to the main roster. So all land, folks. You know, I try. WWE, um, it seems like they're going out of their way to uh, to bury Rusev, kind of. You know, like well, he didn't even... <laughs> Saudi Arabia. What? What's oh, so Rusev's going to be in a casket match against the Undertaker in Saudi Arabia in two weeks? It's a great. Are you kidding? What a great honor for Rusev. Yeah, no, I... yeah but it'll probably be you so know what? a two minute squash. So what? Well, look, Rusev, they're beating him left I'll and take right. It. They're beating him left and right. It's clear, like they want fans to stop chanting Rusev Day, and uh, it, it's just think, like you don't think they don't they know that shit doesn't work anymore. You don't think they know that with Daniel Bryan over the years and and other people, you don't they, think they get it. They're the chants aren't as loud as they were. You know, after well, fans, let's go. What are you doing? Dan? Same as Ty Dillinger, they don't chant ten as as much as they used Ooh. to. Well, Ty, they just kept off TV. For three months, yeah, I mean, and he showed up in a hockey rink locker room. You know, like twenty weeks later, with yeah. a promo. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's clear they're not. I mean, they could be doing so much more with him, obviously. And they they're could do so much more. We can say that about anybody. No, but Rusev is act was actually getting over with the crowd. Now, whether it's the chant or not, at least try to have it spread to the the man. You know, at least try to take that momentum and then you know, run with it a little bit, but I mean, he's so, he's so talented. And the thing is, he's so much more talented than just a Rusev day thing. Like I loved him as, a, as a heel, right. He had his run. I thought he was so solid in the ring. He was good enough on the, on what he had to do as a heel on the mic. We had a great manager valet. She did overshadow him at first, if you remember, mm-hmm. but still it worked. So he is a, he could do everything in my opinion. So I want to ask the fans this Raj, like one-on-one, one by one. I want to have you can't do this but i'd love to get fans <laughs> opinions it's a i want to ask you guys one question six months from now let's say they push rusev to the moon okay six months from now will you still be chanting rusev day or will you be chanting for rusev himself the talent the person the character all right, all right in the chat let's see it would you be chanting rusev or just rusev day hmm. and uh I'm okay. guessing. I wanna, yeah, I want to slant. I want to slant everyone's opinion and say, please say Rusev. No, <laughs> <laughs> I like him so much. I just think he's so damn good. Yeah, exactly. So people are saying Rusev, but um, well, Rusev is in Rusev Day. It's not like it's the ten Ty Dillinger. But the day it makes it. I know. I know. Seem I like know. it's just a ha- just a fun chant where the t- fans are being fans. Now, I don't know if you guys saw on Twitter last night, he tweeted out something about, you know, perhaps a change of paces in order, maybe tipping the hand that he's going to Raw. If this is what they're doing with him on SmackDown, what are they going to do to him on Raw? Yeah, I mean, especially with Brock and Roman in the main title picture, there's just less oxygen. Or am I wrong because the fact Raw is three hours versus a two-hour show? Maybe he does get an opportunity with extra time. Yeah, but who's he going to be going up against? Titus Worldwide? or We, we, We can't. We can't say who because we don't yeah. know who's going where. We really That's can't. True. Yeah, I, I, I don't see him 
if, if this is what they're doing with him right now, I don't see it him in a, in a main event feud, at least not anytime soon. It's weird because he's got the size that WWE likes. He's pretty jacked. Um, he's got charisma. He's funny when he, you he's know, ath- if they'd let him he's be. At- he's athletic. He's got a hot ballet. Yeah. What the frick does he, else does he need? Or no, what am I saying? Hot ballet. She's gone. Yeah, but they, <laughs> she, he could. They're not doing anything with Lana. Yeah. I think when he cut his hair, this is all what happened, right? Yeah. All of this, it seems like. <laughs> it's true. Like, he, he kind of lost on. his push when he, lo- <laughs> when he cut his hair. Like, Vince, get, Vince gets Vince, up on stuff like that. It's like, it's like Samson. Don't you remember? And then Vince proceeds it, to retell yeah. the entire story of Samson. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He... he he doesn't like stuff like that. If you get a tattoo when you're not, uh, when you don't oh. get it checked with the front office, and <laughs> yep. he gets pissed unless you're like Randy Orton one. or something like that. Yep. He even ripped into Batista and uh, uh, Brock. They both got back tattoos at the same time down in OVW. Oh wow! And Cornette went bananas on them, but then so did the office. Yeah. Especially mm. Brock, because Brock they wanted to be this all American, all American. Before Jack Swagger, you know what I mean? Like, like, really push the all American thing with him, and, yeah. and this dude's coming out with tattoos. What are you doing, Brock? Kind of a thing. Yeah. So yeah, it's gonna be Randy Orton versus Jinder at Backlash. If you didn't like it last year for the main title, I'm sure it'll be better for a mid card title like the US. That's a back. Yeah, it's a backlash, right? Yeah, I believe it's a backlash. I'm getting like the two cards confused right it, now. It's amazing they're trying to do this in such quick succession of one another. Yeah. <clears throat> um, is there anything that can redeem this? I mean, the matches were what they were last time. I mean, maybe, maybe the Singh brothers turn on gender. Singh, well, there's only one Singh brother right now. That's and true. Why, why have him turn on him? He doesn't, he's just his corner man, you know? Yeah. Hey, 3MB, now is the time, if ever. Move no, over the don't even put that out there. <laughs> don't even. Jinder's come a long way. That would be a... Yeah. I know. I just think him and him and Orton is just not the right dynamic. It's not. You could do him and Rusev. Turn Rusev babyface, you know? They'd have killer matches every night. Night in, night out. How shows would be... Seriously, every match. And they would be going for Rusev big time in that, too. Yeah, it'd be perfect. Yeah. That's what I do. You know what? That is what I, it's something else I appreciate. About gender, there is no cool stuff he's doing. There's no way he'll ever get a cheer. I like that. Yeah, I appreciate that. He's trying to be a heel, heel, not a cool yeah. heel, or not trying to get, you know, catchphrases over. I think that's <laughs> why Maharaja kind of is. Yeah. Or do over, do like fancy moves, you know what I mean, and crap like that. You just, I like that meat and potatoes. Yeah, I think that's why Vince is high on him still because of his physique. Uh, the fact that he is old school heel. And obviously, Randy, I mean, look, Randy has a large legacy within the company, so I, they've always seen him as a star. Randy is Randy. Yeah. yeah. He's so I get stripes, it. you know? Yeah, I get it on paper why this is happening, but it's just not exciting television. Uh, no. AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan for the main event. We got two segments, well, two or three segments with this last night. And was it really? Was it three? I know there was at least one commercial break because that's when I went to start up HBO on the other inputs so I could seamlessly transition to the Andre doc. Yeah, they came like they said it's up next with 30 minutes to go. And then they came back and did a couple backstage things. And then by the time they got in the ring, it was like uh, it was like 15 to 20 minutes left. Yeah. Yeah. I could have sworn it was only maybe six to eight minutes of actual in ring action itself. 
Not entrances. Yeah, because they also cut to a commercial in the you know in the middle. So I think the the uh, amount okay. we saw was probably more yeah something like that. Good job stretching it out, WWE, to make it seem that way. That's good. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. And I'm impressed they waited so long to do the run-in with Nakamura to have him come and interfere. I really thought that was going to happen sooner. They gave us more of this match than I thought they were going to give us on get, TV. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. well Nakamura, you, I don't know if you want to drag down that, that beat down either. I thought he did what he should have done, and it, it was effective. Like, I, I – I love that post-match attack. You know, obviously, like any fan, we'd love to see AJ and Daniel Bryan in a full match, you know, 30 minutes with a finish. But um, knowing that they weren't going to do that yet, this was uh, this was great. It was. I was a little worried for my boy AJ for a minute that because he's in there with Daniel, right? He's my two favorites. But I'm like, he's going to get drowned by <laughs> Daniel Bryan chance. You know, he's yeah. your champion. He's your babyface champion. But the fans, God bless them. They did their part. You know what I mean? They appreciated a good match. They appreciated two great talents and the excitement that two great talents could to, could put out there and paint that, that great picture that they were starting to paint. And not just that. There was one point in the match where the, they had the dueling chants going for AJ. That's what and, I mean. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and it, one wasn't that much louder than the other. Like, it was – I mean, Daniel Bryan was louder, but not by as much as you would expect. Right. I expect AJ to get completely drowned by it. You know what I mean? Daniel's – Friggin' just a whole new other galaxy. I over. Could, I could see some fans just chanting for both. <laughs> you know, yeah. like they're doing both sides of the dueling chant. I, I would. Yeah. I would. I swear to God, I would. Yeah. These are my two favorites. And then throw in, throw in Rollins. KO for a while there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that'd be my dream four way. Yeah, it was it was really good last night. Left, I think, everyone wanting more. And Nakamura coming in, doing a knee to the back of Daniel Bryan's head. What okay. am I saying? Nakamura. KKO output. Nakamura. That would be my dream four-way. Sorry. Yeah. Matt, you should get like like a, a top ten list with uh, you know magnet cards so you can change it every week. Your favorites. No. <laughs> hey, come on. I've, those have always been my favorites. What about Finn? What'd you put? Finn's, on, Finn's like right there five. Five or six. <laughs> yeah no they they're the in ring they're the best for sure i thought it was great last night i mean it's it's guys, amazing do, i'm sorry do you can you guys hear me okay yeah absolutely sorry i, did, I was gonna say really quick just an, an anecdote here guys the, if you could see it the 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 pace and to be a performer and a wrestler i'm not gonna say performer but wrestler in wwe <laughs> on the main event is on a whole different level right now that this business has never seen before Think about it. Like, you've got to be, I hate to say it, stupid five-star match. I hate that. But <laughs> you've got to be an incredible worker now to, 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 and do it all um, at, a, at a faster faster pace to a degree um, to, to, to be in the main event now with WWE, which is the way it always should be, in my opinion. Um, and, and right now, I don't think we'll ever see unless, you know, the years forward. But in the past, we've never seen in years past talent on this level as far as getting it done in between the ropes you know what i mean like the work rate's incredible right now at an all-time high yeah i mean this is uh talent wise it's insane. it's insane yeah no we'll, last we'll night, get we'll get to we'll get yeah. to it but i promo wise it's not eh, the best it's ever been. <laughs> 
You know, I thought last night was really, really good with the exception of the Jinder Randy stuff and that fatal four way or the three way. Rather, I thought it was uh, an excellent episode of SmackDown. Very yeah, exciting. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I'm giving them an A. How about that? An A. Wow. I, yeah, I'd agree with that. That's awesome. So right after that last night, we had the Andre the Giant doc debut mm. on HBO. All right. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I didn't catch Show Five Live. The Andre doc took took precedence. <laughs> um, man, how great was that? I loved it. What do you guys think? I know. I Wilt Chamberlain was the first autobiography I've ever read as a kid, and huh. then I I read one on Andre, and. That was my first favorite wrestler of all time was Andre. I cried when he got his hair cut by Ken Patera. And SD <laughs> Jones, lazy ass, just sat on the outside of the ring, selling just being thrown over the top rope. He said he sold it for like 12 minutes. Yeah. Anyways, and Andre had his hair cut, and I cried, and that was the first story I ever got emotionally invested in. He became my, my guy. Um, so why, I knew everything I thought there was to know about him. Everything from every character, he, for the few different characters he played earlier on to how they discovered him. I thought I knew everything. Last night, holy crap, guys, like three quarters of that stuff, I did not know about Andre. They yeah, did an amazing job of uncovering un, untold stories about this man. Yeah, it was, I mean, so to me, like Hogan versus Andre was wrestling for me. You know, like mm-hmm. that uh, Savage mm-hmm. versus Steamboat was one of my favorite matches of all time. But Hogan versus Andre, that's what like sucked me in. I, I watched it kind of, I'd watch it here and there when I could, but w- once uh, Andre turned on Hogan. I was a diehard fan ever since. And that was two super larger than life comic book, you know, heroes clashing and you classic good guy, Andre turning on him. I mean, it was, I mean, that storyline, you, you don't see that anymore where, where you got the two larger than life icons and 14 and, uh, year, 20 year undefeated streak. You, you right. know, we had all Andre had such folklore built up behind that. Right, and even though that wasn't true, <laughs> you know matter. a lot of you didn't know that as a kid. You exactly, as a yeah. kid, you didn't know that Andre and Hogan had wrestled before. You didn't know that Andre had right. been body slammed before. Body slammed before, yeah. But you, so when all that happened in that match, it was it just felt like uh, felt like history. It was one of those moments I'll never forget. Um, and uh, and and Andre, um, you think how would how would he do today? Do you think if he was coming around in his prime? Oh. In his prime, he'd be phenomenal. He'd be able to keep up. He, Jim Cornette used to tell me that his athleticism was like out of this world. Like he used to do drop kicks and stuff. Yeah, he used to say not for a big guy, Matt. He used to say for anybody, yeah. anybody of any shape and size, he could keep up athletically. Yeah, the fact that you see Braun Strowman doing so well, you, you think that Andre would still, even in today's day and age, would still do awesome. I doubt he'd go through NXT. <laughs> and, and, and the thing is, I hope fans don't. When, when we were talking about this, we're not talking about Andre. With a lot of the fans saw him when he was he was he right. could hardly walk. He had to lean on Bobby Heenan and his manager to make his entrance because he, you know, not 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 that not those days when he was in all that pain, but when he was a young, 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 you know, uh, uh, Andre. Yeah, and that was cool. All the archive footage they had from the different territories. Like, oh my god, him chopping down the tree. I never saw that. Yeah. I only saw yeah. a photo of that as a kid. I never got to see the actual video of that, but that was so cool. Yeah, seeing a bunch of all those old school Andre videos and and footage from his early days. It's yeah, stuff I'd never seen before. I kind of started most of the stuff I saw was like late seventies on, 
when he had the big afro and and uh, yeah, he was you know wore trunks, but you know uh, was baby face. Trunks, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love uh, all the WrestleMania three stuff they were talking through, even showing Hogan's like notepad and the notes he had sketched out for the match. Yeah, I thought I mean that was just uh, the pacing of the documentary was very smart. Now I know some people were saying online they may have you know messed with the timeline a little bit and some of the stuff there, but the way they paced it and structured it to give that as sort of the the emotional climax uh, before talking about his waning health, I thought it was just I thought this was expertly well done. Um, yes. Love that the WWE cooperated but didn't control it. If that makes yes. sense. Yes. Yeah, I always used to think Hogan was full of shit when he would say that he didn't know what the finish of that match was going to be. But after right. after so watching it, I was night. like, I, maybe he didn't. You know, I think everyone said that they told Hogan that Andre was going to lose, but and Hogan kind of acknowledged that, but he didn't know how he, you know, how he was going to lose if Andre was going to flip the script. And uh, I, I believed him last night, you know, in that doc. Yeah, that part was that was, that part was true because all Andre had to do was not let him slam him. Right, and just and just sit on him. You know what I mean. And then Hulk right. loses. Right, you, you know who knows. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Like Hogan talking about how he would try to put Vic's vapor rub during the breakup to to you know to tear up uh, when they did that angle on Piper's pit. It was uh, it was really cool. It was interesting with Vince and with Vince oh and my God. God. Like I did not yeah. know that they ended off kind of on bad terms. Because uh, he went over to Woody Ted Turner for a minute, yeah, right? Yeah, he he just he just appeared like uh, you know in the in crowd the back, at yeah. Clash of Champions once, and and like was an invited guest. Or they interviewed him outside, but Vince, you know, he was saying like uh, that Andre was upset with him at the end, and their last conversation, he says he blocks it out of his mind. He blocks out negative, yeah, right. and he doesn't remember because he, he blocks it out. So I, that was really interesting. To, that uh, I, I did not know that they ended up kind of. You know, on bad terms because you see him holding him in such high regard, and um, yeah, it's interesting stuff. If you don't, if you haven't seen it, go out of your way to watch it. And I hope there'll be a director's cut. I've seen read a lot of interviews with the director, and he was saying there was like a whole arc with Stephanie McMahon and her relationship with Andre that they. Shot I was going to say, on. I'm surprised they didn't t- they didn't tie into that because that was her. Like, you want to humanize Andre? You show the stuff that he used like treat how he used to treat her he's treated yeah. her like his princess yeah well the director said he didn't want to step on the narrative with andre's daughter uh, essentially by having the steph stuff contrasting that which i thought was interesting but man those interviews i mean when you have guys like rick flair and jerry lawler and even vince that all combined maybe made you know eight minutes between them in the documentary you have to imagine there's just some great footage left on the cutting room floor sure. and with vince at the end man i mean yeah that was uh it was incredible so, I mean, they didn't touch on his, you know, his uh, his stuff with Chuck Chuck Webner, that boxer versus wrestler mm-hmm. thing, that was on the uh, Antonio Noki versus Muhammad Ali undercard. They didn't touch yeah. on. They didn't do much on his time in Japan. Like he had a huge run there. They didn't do stuff much after <coughs> WrestleMania three. Um, yeah. You know, he went to Japan a few times. He won the tag titles with Haku, and you know, really didn't do much. Uh, was in the corner of the Bushwhackers for a while. Um, so just a little more, you know, there's a lot more they, they could do, but with the time constraints, I mean, it's like Ric Flair with that ESPN documentary. You really got to like pick what you want to focus on. Cause there's just so much, I mean, it could be a six part miniseries if you wanted to do it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That was great. Highly recommend everyone uh, go out, 
Subscribe to HBO. Get your friend's HBO Now login. Do what you have to do to watch this documentary. It was absolutely fantastic. And then last night, just a cherry on top of everything we've experienced uh, with SmackDown, the Andre Doc coming on the heels of WrestleMania weekend. News broke around midnight last night that The Undertaker is wrestling again at the Greatest Royal Rumble in Saudi Arabia, going against Rusev in a casket match. Man, so yeah, Taker not done, and that's not going to be his last match. So, uh, man, uh, I think uh, the predictions that this could be shorter um, certainly make sense. I just wonder how much is Saudi Arabia paying the WWE for this? It's got to be massive because this is like a WrestleMania-like card that they're putting on over there. You know, yeah. So it's got to be. I mean, they're doing it in the stadium, but you can't think the ticket prices are that high. Um, hmm they must be getting a lot of money for uh, for this event because they are loading it up. Chris Jericho, they didn't, you know, I mean, Chris Jericho had a show the day of WrestleMania, but, you know, if they, enough advance warning, they could have canceled the show and have him appear, but they didn't have Jericho appear there. He's going to be in this uh, Royal Rumble match, and they officially announced it on Monday. So uh, Kurt Angle is going to be in it too. Daniel Bryan, Braun Strowman, you know, tons of other people. So this thing is this thing is stacked, and yes, we will have a podcast right after the show. It's on a Friday again at noon Eastern. Um, so probably like sixty thousand. Yes, it's like fifty, sixty thousand wow. fans. Is this Friday? No, no. no. Uh, two weeks. From two Friday. weeks. Two weeks. Okay. Man, if the superstar shakeup's hot and they keep this going, I mean, this is just going to be an amazing month. WrestleMania to backlash if they don't screw this up. Yeah, you know, almost every year after Mania, and this is this was what I was saying after uh, with throwing so many surprises, uh, you know, the night after and not spreading it out. It fizzles out quick, so hopefully they they can continue to keep the momentum going for a while. And they got the Royal, this Royal Rumble event to build to, so uh, maybe they will. You know, yeah. the The TV deal should be announced. You would think in the next few months. Um, and that's going to be gigantic. If it's Fox and Raw moves to Fox, goes to two hours. Um, Everything changes. Yeah. I don't know what we're going to do because, you know, being on Pacific time and me on Mountain time, uh, you know, with a dish. And there's a lot of ways you could watch it live, uh, <laughs> even though cable, they, they show the, the West Coast feed, which is on a you know, three hour delay. But with Fox, it's on a network, so they don't provide a, a, a live feed. So you're. I, I got of... some hookups, Raj. I'll uh, direct <laughs> you know. some We'll find a way. But... We can watch uh, East Coast feeds. <laughs> but if yeah, if you're on uh, Pacific Mountain, it, you can't get oh, the God. live feed on a on a dish. Yeah, what is that going to do? I mean, what's that going to do for programming? Like that's so stupid to put wrestling fans in that predicament watching live is I think such a big part of fandom, especially now with social media, like stuff would get ruined so easily if it was on a tape delay. Unless they do it live. It's live on all the coasts and they just have filler programming between raw and the local news after. Um, I don't know that that would, because usually their primetime block is set, but again, you know, live sports and stuff does just change things. So we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully it's live, you know, all across the U.S. Yeah. So, superstar shakeup predictions before we uh, wrap this. All right. You see any any big <clears throat> jumps between Raw and SmackDown, like top guys? 
I can't predict that. I'll be honest. I, I can't. How, how do, how do you just going by the booking? They, they kind of killed Miz something fierce. Um, I could see them. Okay. Like minor stuff. Handle... Yeah. Like Seth Rollins. The, the fact that they said it 20 times, he doesn't want to go to SmackDown. I, that tips my hand a little bit. If Seth Rollins um, moved to if, Raw, uh, SmackDown, then I mean SmackDown. Then sorry, you'd yeah. probably have to have the U.S. champ move to yeah, Raw. Yeah, like what is right, so gender yeah, would, shitty so deal be for gender. Raw? <laughs> like we're losing Seth Rollins, but good news, guys, we're gaining Jinder Mahal. Hey, Jinder, if you're watching, I think that's a great move. I'm a fan, Jinder. <laughs> I like Ginger too, man, but let's be real. No, like, you where's don't. Ginger on your, t- your top five list? No, he doesn't. Ginger, he doesn't like you. Where, where's Ginger on your list? He's a, Ginger, he doesn't. He's an, online, he's an online bully. He's bullying you. <laughs> um, where's Ginger? Top 10. Okay. Seriously, top 10. Okay. People I like to watch perform in the ring. No question. Yeah. Wow. Go back okay. and watch his match versus Finn, and he. Oh, 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 He's he's good. You got to put him in the ring with some people, though. So not necessarily predictions, but if Matt, if you had to name three mm-hmm. guys on Raw that could use a move to SmackDown, who would you pick? Finn Balor. Yeah. Um. And how about our boy um, from Bullet Club? How about uh, Gallows and? Uh, oh yeah. I, I think that could help. I think they'd have some freedom. Mm-hmm. I can I can definitely see that one for sure. Um, but bigger guys, bigger names. Um, I'm lost. Honestly, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I think I'm Jeff you? Hardy. I throw Jeff oh, Hardy in there. Yeah. What makes you do that? Um, just because I think he'd be a main event guy on SmackDown, whereas on Raw, it's he's kind of he's in that yeah. he's in that intercontinental kind of upper mid card um, area, you and could, I think he could be higher. You could steal a main event with Jeff Hardy on Raw in a singles match versus the champ. Right, but he would be a pay-per-view main event, I think, on SmackDown. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Bailey and Sasha, I think, if they're going to keep telling that story, SmackDown's a better platform to do it. I could see, I mean, Sasha would be good, but yeah, I feel like they got to finish the storyline with, with Bailey. Yeah, I guess they could move both. I think Bailey would be great on SmackDown, actually. Yeah. yeah. And then you move maybe like Ruby Riot and and uh, I don't know someone else. They just have so much talent, man. <sighs> yeah, they got to do something. I mean, how many tag teams? How many women's tag teams would you need to have a division? Four teams, six teams. You know, they got like four right now on Raw. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. They could do <laughs> they could do four women's tag teams. I don't think they I need think. another title. I th- yeah. I it depends on what, how they what they do. You know, you know what was so great going back to the Andre doc. I kind of wish they'd done with Oscar. Uh, what they don't when they did actually do it with Oscar, um, but I think they should do it with Ronda as well. What they did with Andre, where it's not even about the title; it's just about the nobody can beat me. I don't need a belt. You know, I'm the attraction. I think having Andre not in the title picture for so long is a testament to how well that killer angle works. And yeah, uh, but when they did, put, and then when they finally put him in the title program, is one of the biggest, most iconic matches of all time. That's true. Uh, and that was kind of, I mean, yeah, not to get back into the Andre thing, but that's where it was kind of crazy. Even Vince admitting that Andre got mad at him with the, you used me and that whole thing. I thought was like, Whoa, this is way more real than Vince McMahon ever gets. Right. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, so what do you do with Oscar? Does Oscar stay on raw or go to SmackDown? 
Oh, it's kind of looking like she might be going to SmackDown. Um, and I think that might be a good fit, fit for her. I think she yeah. was getting kind of stale on Raw. Now move Charlotte, uh, Charlotte to Raw. Yeah, I think people from uh, I could see Rusev might might be good with the change of scenery. Uh, so there's TV advertising. Take this with a grain of salt, but this is an actual ad. Uh, for Extreme Rules in July. And granted, they changed these lineups. They put placeholders, but uh, it's advertising AJ Styles versus Nakamura versus Baron Corbin in a triple threat match. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got a photo of the the, the ad uh, on Wrestling Inc. So, um, so hopefully that's they don't, they're not firm not with true. that plan. One of those things is not like the other. <laughs> right. What do they see in Barrett? I mean, like, but, uh, you know, you don't want to you don't want to throw your big guns on That's extreme true. rules either. You want to save the, that for SummerSlam and, and money in the bank. So could be. Who knows? Uh, I agree with you, Glenn. I mean, I mean, what's weird, though, about Baron, which he said, what do you see in Barrett? What, what is it that yeah. they see in Barron? Um, He's got size. He's got it. You know, I, I, he's, he's obviously a former NFL player. Sure. There's, obviously, we see why, but it, he has not made that connection. Yeah. And that's the bottom line, man. He just has not made that connection. You he can't have to look anymore. You, you got to have more than that. Yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. He's a, I think he's a good mid card heel, but I wouldn't put him in. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And throw out Braun Strowman in the Royal Rumble like a year ago. <laughs> like yeah. it's clear they were like really looking to rocket strap the guy. And then, uh, yes, they were. Then, then he spoke out at a, Backstage meeting to some WWE doctor and <laughs> about kind of killed plans. Yeah, about concussions. And it's been downhill since. He's gotten a little bit of his momentum back. but Yeah, if he can just get on that Bosley hair system, I think his career is going to shoot to the moon. Just <laughs> yeah. to shave his head. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think he'd look weird with a shaved head, though. I don't yeah, know. Maybe. We'll, see. <laughs> well, God, I feel like we've covered an amazing amount here in less than an hour. Raj, is there anything else that we should? No, man. What a crazy week. Wrestling Inc. We're going to have NXT uh, tapings uh, coverage tonight. So it's still not over yet. Um, yeah. Uh, but WrestleMania week's kind of kind of over. I almost got five hours of sleep last night, which is the most I've nice. had in like a week and a half. So <laughs> hoping for six to seven tonight. Are they doing two uh, sets of tapings? Is this going to take them up to Money in the Bank? I think it's just tonight. It's going to take them to May. They got another set of tapings in May, gotcha. it, on May tenth, I think. Okay. So uh, everybody know that that you're going to be pretty spoiled on NXT if you read those articles on Wrestling Inc. <laughs> going yeah. around. Uh, but no, I'm excited, man. Excited to see what happens. Well, cool, everybody. Matt, BP, Matt Morgan, Matt Morgan for Longwood on Facebook. Anything you want to plug here while we uh, cap off nope. a stellar week of podcasts? No, good job, guys. We had a we had a very we had a lot of hours we had to put in. Uh, good job, you two. Yeah, it was thanks, man. It was fun. It was fun. Four uh, four out of the last four out of five days we had a podcast. So if you missed any, catch up. And uh, yeah, I still you know what I still haven't seen that ladder match from NXT. So I, I need to watch. Wow. that. I'm hoping to watch that today or tomorrow. Uh, wait. It's gonna be a good little treat. <laughs> it's a hell of a match. <laughs> yeah, I heard that was the show stealer. So, so good. excited yeah, about oh, that. Yeah. Cool, guys. Uh, stay tuned to Wrestling Inc. for all the latest. There will be more stories coming out, I'm sure, in advance of Greatest Royal Rumble post-WrestleMania. And who knows, last year, the only release uh, they did post-Mania happened on a Friday. So 
the week's not over. I'm sure there are some people sweating it out backstage. Um, yeah, man. I'm Glenn Rubenstein. You can follow me on Twitter at Glenn Rubenstein. Appreciate a follow and a shout out. And we'll see you back here next time, folks, on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care.